Faith and hope is the light that leads us from the impossible to the possible. Welcome to the I'm Possible Radio Show. And so we're back um, with more of the Empowered Hour. Um, <clears throat> before we went to break, I posed a question to Renata because um, a lot of people are still talking about it. Um, um, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists that are coming out and saying that, you know, he was involved in this, that, and the other, and people killed him to make it look like suicide. That man didn't kill himself because he was just happy. Um, and you hear a lot of people who have suffered in the same way, um, who have been happy in front of everyone, but literally go behind closed doors and will begin the process of ending their lives. But um, fortunately, those people have um, not... Uh, they did not. They were not successful in their attempt to end their lives. So, um, and then from a mental health practice, you know, we haven't really spoken up too much about it. But since it's that time of year, and a lot of people are still dealing with a lot of things, in that um, that they're not uh, feeling the light or love of this time of year, I wanted to touch on it for a brief moment. Um, so Renata, um, I gave you some time to get your clinical, <laughs> get your clinical um, answer together. Because again, I am not a therapist. I have no knowledge of any of this except from what I've learned from you. So um, is this typical behavior for someone who's suffering from a mental health issue? So I'm going to give you my answer that I tend to give to everything. Um, it just depends. I mean, I think it's going to look different for everyone. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's realistic or fair to say, Hey, is this the typical look? Cause it's going to look different for everyone. Um, I mean, just for example, depression in children, a lot of times looks like anger. So we don't typically associate anger with depression. Um, so, I mean, it's not, there are a lot of people who are functional with their mental health. Um, so, I mean, there are people who are who are severely depressed, but know how to put on that face and make it look like, you know, they're not struggling as much as they are. Um, so it, it's it's hard to say. It's, it's hard to say. I can't say that it's a typical look because, again, it looks different for everyone. And like I said, it, you know, he... How many people do we know that we've heard, you know, they're a functional alcoholic, they're a functional um, with their drug use. Like we know, we all know someone or heard someone that has been functional at something. So it, it's hard to say, I don't think it's fair to say they didn't look a certain way because it, it doesn't have one face. It doesn't look the same for everyone. Um, I mean, I know quite a few therapists that struggle with depression. Um, 
and other mental health challenges. But again, it doesn't necessarily have to look a certain way. So I don't know if that gives the answer that you were looking for, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in general speaking, because I mean, people, because um, there's no right answer. And mm -hmm. um, there's never going to be a right answer because everybody's genetic makeup, mental health challenge is all different. And it all shows up a different way for everybody. Um, and we, as individuals, have to recognize when something feels off to us. Um, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like for me, I felt like I was off because I, I genuinely demanded that I wanted to be by myself. I didn't want to be bothered. I did not want to have anybody else in my space at that at that particular moment in time. And it's hard for loved ones and people around you to recognize that. Um, but if somebody's asking for a little space, um, speaking from my perspective, let them have it, you know, but still check on them, you know, because again, somebody might in anger say, leave me alone, but we still want you to care enough about us to check on us at, a, at another point. But, um, but just, you know, take a moment and let a person have a moment because we all need a breather. We all need a second to take back or to, to digest something. Mm -hmm. So um, as a therapist, if somebody is in a situation similar to um, like my situation, as I don't, just again, I don't know that much about the Twitch story except for what's been circulating. So, for my situation, if somebody's asking for help, what is a good way for somebody to, or I'm not necessarily help, I'm sorry, somebody's asking for space um, or just saying, hey, just give me a moment. I just want to let, let it be left alone. What is a good way to approach that person or reintroduce yourself to that person once it's been ample enough time? And then, of course, everybody's different with the time. But, like, if you give somebody some space for a couple hours and, you know, check in, what would be a, an appropriate, I don't even know, it's not, I know you're going to say <laughs> it depends. But, it does. Uh, <laughs> but, like. I'll, I'm, I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> I'll give an example. So I have um, I have someone that I'm working with, and um, they are they would say that they are not they don't like to be around people, and so we've had the conversation of, okay, when does it become isolation versus when is it I need space? Because those don't look the same. Um, for them, we we've talked about what does the two look like. So that they can be very clear on that. And then we've also worked as far as like identifying, okay, well, who are the people that um, are in your circle that when you feel like mm, this might be teetering on unhealthy, who are the people that have been identified that they can kind of call, you know, check on you, see what's going on. So they're the ones that you've given permission to, if you will, call you out just to make sure that you're good. Um, so, I mean, I, again, it's one of those things Sometimes we need to identify, okay, am I, am I, is it a situation where I'm wanting to isolate? Is it a situation where I am just saying, hey, I just want to be alone because I need a, a break to kind of regather? Um, so I think it's a combination of things and just kind of knowing your circle, who you give permission to, to kind of help you out in those situations and things like that. So, so like for you, your norm is not typically to isolate. So if you were to be like, you know, I don't want to be bothered, 
I would give you some time, but then, you know, maybe follow up to make sure that, okay, is she, is this just, she just need a break because she's overwhelmed or is this something more than that? And then. Uh-oh, hello. I think we lost her for a hot second. Um, let me see. Let me take a commercial break because um, I think I lost Renata for a hot second. So technology is always fun. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, there you go. You know, for a moment you went out. Um, so I don't oh. know what you said after you said for me because I was getting ready to throw us to commercial break, but you came back. So um, maybe start for you said after, you know, me, you know, for someone like me, you check in, and then after that, I think it's where I lost you. <laughs> so, what I said was for someone like you, your norm is not to typically isolate, um, but your norm is also not to want to not be around people. So, because I know that about you mentally, that lets me know, okay, I need to give her a little bit of time, but then circle back around. Yeah. That's essentially what I said. Okay, and I was like, where did she go? <laughs> um, because that was weird, but um, but of course, because it's after the holidays, we're still doing a little virtual, um, a little virtual recording, so bear with us. Um, because yeah, we're still coming down off the fun weekend, so um, but typically, um, let's see. Do you find that um, people are more open to um, doing those exercises, like you said, with your your client, whereas like picking out which is isolation versus actually just wanting to have a, a moment break? Is that some an exercise that people are more open to doing, like that digging deep and and seeing like what is causing this? Or how do we differentiate? Maybe that's the better question to ask. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say, I think it depends because I do have some people who are like totally okay with it. And I have some that are like, no, nah, I won't do that. So, <laughs> so it just, it, it, my common answer, it just depends. Yeah. And I mean, and and the only reason why I pose these questions because I know you're gonna say it depends. It's just so people to start thinking about things like that because everybody's different. Um, every situation is different. Everything is. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anyone's um, question. I'm sorry. Anyone's life mimic anybody else's to a T. And that's the same thing with when it comes to medications and things like that. It's like you can't give me a Tylenol and think it's going to affect me the same way it's going to affect Renata. Or you can't give me hydrocodone and think it's going to affect Renata the same way. So, you know, um, it may affect us similarly, but we're all going to take on something different, just like with the holidays, just like with um, grief, just like with anything else. Because, you know, there's some people who are literally losing loved ones right before the holiday, during this holiday weekend, and probably going to lose somebody this week. But everybody's going to take that grief differently um, and handle it differently. So 
my one thing I would say as a non-clinical person is to to bear with people. If they need to scream, let them scream. If they need to hug, hug them. If they need to just have you not be there for a moment, just be okay with that. But still stay close by, but just don't hover over them and make them feel like they're losing it because a lot of times people are just, they just need a moment. Sometimes people just need a moment and, you know, there's nothing that we can do, because um, I think you said this before too, Renaud, there's nothing that we can do. If somebody is set on hurting themselves, there's nothing we can do to stop them um, because they may stop for that moment. But then, you know, when you leave, they may unfortunately go through with um, what they were what they were thinking about. Um, is that an accurate statement? Let me just ask that. Is that an accurate statement? <laughs> um. I probably haven't said it that way. I mean, ultimately, we don't have as much power in a lot of situations as we'd like to think that we do. And so um, I think as the person that if you're trying to assist someone that is struggling, um, being okay with saying, I don't know, being okay with saying, you know, I can't help you with this, but here's some resources that I can kind of assist you with. Being okay with, sometimes you might just need to be the person that's just sister with them. And just being okay with that. So just kind of not feeling like, even as a therapist, I have to know my limits as a therapist that there's just certain individuals that I just, there's only so much that I can do. And it's not that I'm not, it's not that I don't have tools or things like that, but I'm not a good fit to help everybody that I come in contact with. I can help as many people as I possibly can, but things that there, you know, I, I just might not work for everyone and that's okay. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we all have choices and and things of that nature. So, I mean, there's only, if someone is hell bent on doing something, someone is hell bent on doing something. And, you know, it, it it's unfortunate, but you know, again, knowing your limits. So. Well, and well, I mean, I, I, I said it pretty much how you said it, but you said hell bent. So you went deeper than me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, I think I think I definitely feel like you know, and I'm we're gonna switch and take it to a happier side here in a minute. But I just want people to realize that um, it's okay to talk about things like this. It's okay to talk about when you're not feeling happy, when you're having a dark moment, because if you don't talk about it. That means you may not, one, you may not recognize it, or two, you may not know who you can trust with that information. So that's why um, even if empowered living is not a good fit for you personally, um, you can ask us and we can help direct you to someone who can assist you because um, the mental health community is, is a, a large community and we all don't know each other, but we all know somebody who could link you to someone else if we need to. So mm -hmm. I definitely want people not to suffer or, or think that something's wrong with them or think that because they feel a certain way that they can't, um, there's no turning back um, because there's always help available. There's always mm -hmm. somebody around you who could be your light, um, you know, or somebody around you who um, comes at the right moment in time and, and helps out. 
um, and get you back on the path and you didn't even realize you were on. So I just definitely want to stress to people because this is that time of year again where people are feeling certain kind of ways. I want to stress to people that this is a good time to find your accountability partner, to find a mental health professional if you feel like your friends are not people you can talk to. Um, or if you feel like you're being judged or if you feel like, you know, um, your work environment is not a safe space for you to talk, we can help find you someone because there's nothing worse than suffering in silence and, and, and having all the access to resources but not using them because we want to help you find somebody if we're not the ones that you want to use. So um, I definitely want to push, advocate for people to get help. So um, especially the end of the year, because we all going to say in, the be in January, new year, new me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and so making sure that we end this year on a positive note. And if we're going to be a new person or a new aspect of ourselves next year that we're starting with a healthy mind because you know start from the top floor working our way down and sometimes the the jump starts you need to a new lease on life so um yeah so maybe that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna work on my mental health more next year so i can start from the top floor and work my way down maybe the rest of my body will follow and i'll get in line and i can lose this extra blah 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 pounds that i've been trying to lose <laughs> for the longest <laughs> whatever that blah 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 number is because it's okay. yeah <laughs> but anyway so we're going to take another commercial break and we're going to come back on a happier note so uh and or on a positive you know make sure we're ending ending the year and ending the show on a positive note so Stick and stay. We'll be right back with more of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living. This is Kiki Wyatt, and you're tuned in to JQLM Radio. And so we're back um, with more of the Empowered Hour. Um, <clears throat> before we went to break, I posed a question to Renata because um, a lot of people are still talking about it. Um, um, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists that are coming out and saying that, you know, he was involved in this, that, and the other, and people killed him to make it look like suicide. That man ain't killed himself because he was just happy. Um, and you hear a lot of people who have suffered in the same way, um, who have been happy in front of everyone, but literally go behind closed doors and will begin the process of ending their lives. But uh, fortunately, those people have um, not... Uh, they did not, they were not successful in their attempt to end their lives. So, um, and then from a mental health practice, you know, we haven't really spoken up too much about it, but since it's that time of year and a lot of people are still dealing with a lot of things in that, um, that they're not uh, feeling the light or love of this time of year, I wanted to touch on it for a brief moment. Um, so Renata, um, I gave you some time to get your clinical 
Let <laughs> me get your clinical um, answer together. Because again, I am not a therapist. I have no knowledge of any of this except from what I've learned from you. So um, is this typical behavior for someone who's suffering from a mental health issue? So I'm gonna give you my answer that I tend to give to everything. Um, it just depends. I mean, I think it's going to look different for everyone. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's realistic or fair to say, hey, is this the typical look? Because it's going to look different for everyone. Um, I mean, just for example, depression in children a lot of times looks like anger. So we don't typically associate anger with depression. Um, so I mean, it's not. There are a lot of people who are functional with their mental health. Um, so, I mean, there are people who are, who are severely depressed, but know how to put on that face and make it look like, you know, they're not struggling as much as they are. Um, so it, it's, it's hard to say it's, it's hard to say, I can't say that it's a typical look because again, it looks different for everyone. And like I said, it, you know, he, how many people do we know that we've heard, you know, they're a functional alcoholic, they're a functional, um, with their drug use, like we know, we all know someone or heard someone that has been functional at something. So it, it's hard to say, I don't think it's fair to say they didn't look a certain way because it, it doesn't have one face. It doesn't look the same for everyone. Um, I mean, I know quite a few therapists that struggle with depression um, and other mental health challenges, but again, it doesn't necessarily have to look a certain way. So I don't know if that, give the answer that you were looking for, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in general speaking, because I mean, people, because um, there's no right answer and mm -hmm. um, there's never going to be a right answer because everybody's genetic makeup, mental health challenge is all different and it all shows up a different way for everybody. Um, and we as individuals have to recognize when something feels off to us um like you know like i was saying earlier like for me i felt like i was off because i genuinely demanded that i wanted to be by myself i didn't want to be bothered i did not want to have anybody else in my space at that at that particular moment in time and it's hard for loved ones and people around you to recognize that um but if somebody's asking for a little space, um, speaking from my perspective, let them have it, you know, but still check on them, you know, because again, somebody might in anger say, leave me alone, but we still want you to care enough about us to check on us at, a, at another point. But, um, but just, you know, take a moment and let a person have a moment because we all need a breather. We all need a second to take back or to, to, digest something mm -hmm. so um as a therapist if somebody is in a situation similar to um like my situation as i don't just again i don't know that much about the twitch story except for what's been circulating so for my situation if somebody's asking for help what is a good way for somebody to or i'm not necessarily helping sorry somebody's asking for space um or just saying hey just give me a moment I just want to let, let it be left alone. What is a good way to approach that person or reintroduce yourself to that person once it's been 
ample enough time. And then, of course, everybody's different with the time. But like, if you give somebody some space for a couple hours and you know check in, what would be a, an appropriate? I don't even know. It's not. I know you're gonna say <laughs> it depends, but it does. Uh, <laughs> but like, I'll, I'm, I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> I'll give an example. So I have um, I have someone that I'm working with, and um, they are they would say that they are not they don't like to be around people, and so we've had the conversation of, okay, when does it become isolation versus when is it I need space because those don't look the same. Um, for them, we we've talked about what does the two look like. So that they can be very clear on that. And then we've also worked as far as like identifying, okay, well, who are the people that um, are in your circle that when you feel like mm, this might be teetering on unhealthy, who are the people that have been identified that they can kind of call, you know, check on you, see what's going on. So they're the ones that you've given permission to, if you will, call you out just to make sure that you're good. Um, so, I mean, I, again, it's one of those things Sometimes we need to identify, okay, am I, am I, is it a situation where I'm wanting to isolate? Is it a situation where I am just saying, hey, I just want to be alone because I need a, a break to kind of regather? Um, so I think it's a combination of things and just kind of knowing your circle, who you give permission to, to kind of help you out in those situations and things like that. So, so like for you, your norm is not typically to isolate. So if you were to be like, you know, I don't want to be bothered, I would give you some time, but then, you know, maybe follow up to make sure that, okay, is she, is this just, she just need a break because she's overwhelmed or is this something more than that? And then. Uh-oh, hello. I think we lost her for a hot second. Um. Let me see. Let me take a commercial break because um, I think I lost Renata for a hot second. So technology is always fun. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, there you go. You know, for a moment you went out. Um, So I don't oh. know what you said after you said for me because I was getting ready to throw us to commercial break, but you came back. So um, maybe start for you said after, you know, me, you know, for someone like me to check in, and then after that, I think it's where I lost you. <laughs> so what I said was, for someone like you, your norm is not to typically isolate, um, but your norm is also not to want to not be around people. So because I know that about you, mentally, that lets me know, okay, I need to give her a little bit of time, but then circle back around. Yeah. That's essentially what I said. Okay. And I was like, where did she go? <laughs> um, because that was weird. But um, but of course, because it's after the holidays, we're still doing a little virtual um a little virtual recording. So bear with us. Um because yeah, we're still coming down off the fun weekend. So um but typically, um, let's see. Do you find that uh, people are more open to um, doing those exercises, like you said, with your your client, whereas like picking out which is isolation versus actually just wanting to have a, a moment break? 
is that some an exercise that people are more open to doing like that digging deep and and seeing like what is causing this or how do we differentiate maybe that's the better question is um <laughs> i wouldn't say i think it depends because i do have some people who are like totally okay with it and i have some that are like no nah, i won't do that so <laughs> So it just, it, it, my common answer, it just depends. Yeah. And I mean, and, and the only reason why I pose these questions, because I know you're going to say it depends, is just so people move to start thinking about things like that, because everybody's different. Um, every situation is different. Everything is, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anyone's um, question, I'm sorry, anyone's life mimic anybody else's to a T. And that's the same thing with when it comes to medications and things like that. It's like you can't give me a Tylenol and think it's going to affect me the same way it's going to affect Renata. Or you can't give me hydrocodone and think it's going to affect Renata the same way. So, you know, um, it may affect us similarly, but we're all going to take on something different. Just like with the holidays, just like with um, grief, just like with anything else, because... You know, there's some people who are literally losing loved ones right before the holiday, during this holiday weekend, and probably going to lose somebody this week. But everybody's going to take that grief differently um, and handle it differently. So my one thing I would say as a non-clinical person is to, to bear with people. If they need to scream, let them scream. If they need to hug, hug them. If they need to just have you not be there for a moment. Just be okay with that. But still stay close by, but just don't hover over them and make them feel like they're losing it. Because a lot of times people are just, they just need a moment. Sometimes people just need a moment. And, you know, there's nothing that we can do. Because um, I think you said this before too, you know, there's nothing that we can do. If somebody is set on hurting themselves, there's nothing we can do to stop them. Um because they may stop for that moment, but then, you know, when you leave, they may unfortunately go through with um, what they were what they were thinking about. Um, is that an accurate statement? Let me just ask that. Is that an accurate statement? <laughs> um, I probably haven't said it that way. I mean, ultimately, we don't have as much power in a lot of situations as we like to think that we do, and so. Um, I think as the person that if you're trying to assist someone that is struggling, um, being okay with saying, I don't know, being okay with saying, you know, I can't help you with this, but here's some resources that I can kind of assist you with being okay with sometimes you might just need to be the person that's just sister with them and just being okay with that. So just kind of not feeling like, even as a therapist, I have to know my limits as a therapist that there's just certain individuals that I just, there's only so much that I can do. And it's not that I'm not, it's not that I don't have tools or things like that, but I'm not a good fit to help everybody that I come in contact with. I can help as many people as I possibly can, but things that they're, you know, I, I just might not work for everyone and that's okay. Um, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, we all have choices and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, there's only, if someone is hell-bent on doing something, someone is hell-bent on doing something. And, you know, it, it it's unfortunate, but, you know, again, knowing your limits. 
So. Well, and well, I mean, I, I, I said it pretty much how you said it, but you said hell bit. So you went deeper than me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, I think I think I definitely feel like, you know, and I'm, we're going to switch and take it to a happier side here in a minute. But I just want people to realize that um, it's OK to talk about things like this. It's OK to talk about when you're not feeling happy when you're having a dark moment because if you don't talk about it that means you may not one may not recognize it or two you may not know who you can trust with that information so that's why um even if empowered living is not a good fit for you personally um you can ask us and we can help direct you to someone who can assist you because um the mental health community is is a a large community and we all don't know each other but we all know somebody who could link you to someone else if we need to so mm -hmm. i definitely want people not to suffer or or think that something's wrong with them or think that because they feel a certain way that they can't um there's no turning back um because there's always help available there's always mm -hmm. somebody around you who could be your light um you know, or somebody around you who um, comes at the right moment in time and, and helps out um, and gets you back on the path and you didn't even realize you were on. So I just definitely want to stress to people because this is that time of year, again, where people are feeling certain kind of ways. I want to stress to people that this is a good time to Find your accountability partner. Find a mental health professional if you feel like your friends are not people you can talk to. Um, or if you feel like you're being judged or if you feel like, you know, um, your work environment is not a safe space for you to talk. We can help find you someone because there's nothing worse than suffering in silence. And, and, and having all the access to resources but not using them because... We want to help you find somebody if we're not the ones that you want to use. So um, I definitely want to push, advocate for people to get help. So um, especially the end of the year, because we all going to say in, in January, New Year, New Me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and so making sure that we end this year on a positive note, and if we're going to be a new person or a new aspect of ourselves next year that we're starting with a healthy mind because you know starting from the top floor working our way down and sometimes the the jump start you need to a new lease on life so um yeah so maybe that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna work on my mental health more next year so i can start from the top floor and work my way down maybe the rest of my body will follow and i'll get in line and i can lose this extra blah 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 pounds that i've been trying to lose <laughs> for the longest <laughs> whatever that blah 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 number is because it's okay. yeah <laughs> but anyway so we're gonna take another commercial break and we're gonna come back on a happier note so uh and or on a positive you know make sure we're ending ending the year and ending the show on a positive note so Stick and stay. We'll be right back with more of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
I can hear me now. I can hear you on the phone. I don't, I'm not locked in here. No, I said it can hear me now. Sorry. Because oh. I had I changed microphones because my headphones last week, I sound weird on the, because uh, I listened to it. Well, I at least log in, so. Oh. I'm hang this up here. Okay. I'm logged in. That's easy. I'm going to hang up the phone. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Um, oh, I didn't plug my laptop up. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah. I gotta figure out this battery thing because my battery is dying way too fast. Now, granted, there's a thousand things running. Well, you know, the more you have running, the more it's going to be. Drain, drain, drain. So I'm gonna start when the my timer says two minutes. So you got about forty seconds. All right, that's fine. I'm try to keep track of the time this time. <clears throat> Let me see if I can get all my clear my throat out the way. I'll be muting myself because I probably have to. Okay, 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living Inc. It's your girl, Athena, and Renata. How are you? I'm just peachy coming off of this lovely uh, Christmas holiday weekend and getting over the cold and all this weather in quotation marks. So, oh, good. Glad I'm still here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. <laughs> how was your weekend? It was good. Um, last week was a little sketchy, <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> Well, that's a blessing. Always a blessing to have a great, great time. So, yes. um, before we get too deep, because I always forget to uh, allow Lady J time to play how people can listen. So, if you have not uh, tuned in yet, if you're still tuning in, please share with your friends the ways that they can uh, listen in. So, Lady J, take it away. I just love how, you know, she has that already queued up because I I can't remember none of that, but I'm, I'm going to do better. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm going to put down for my 2023 goal is to remember all the different ways we can tune in. But then that would be dumb because she adds new <laughs> ones all the time. So never mind. I'll just try to remember at least five. That's my goal. I wouldn't say it would be <laughs> dumb. It's just... It's just, it's a blessing that there are so many options for people to be able to listen to. So, mm -hmm. so many different countries tuning in, so many different, yeah. uh, just so many, just so many things in general. So it's just awesome. Awesome sauce. Yeah. So, ooh, guess what we're going to talk about today? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to, we're going to narrow it down to what? Just talking about. 
wrapping up the year because this has been a fun year. I don't know about for anybody else, but this has been a fun year for me. Um, there's been some good times and bad times, and um, but hey, I'm still here to tell the story. So that's all. I guess that's all that matters. Um, is that's that half the battle? Yeah, it's just just <laughs> being here. You know, just just being in the presence of the Lord, but not in His presence. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that would be not a whole... be like that, just yet. Not yet. You know, just, uh, you know, a little bit more time would be awesome. I mean, but you know, uh, you're always getting into that. I don't know about you, but I always have that thought. Like when you, especially when you see people around you passing away, like, why am I still here? But you know, like. You know, because that person was so awesome and amazing. Why did they go and I'm still here type thing? But, you know, for me, I'm like, I got something else to do. So um, whatever that is, I hope I get to doing it. So I'm not, uh, the Lord's not looking at me like, okay, this girl ain't getting it. So let me just go ahead and snatch her up real quick because that has happened before. And I don't want to be in that 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 statistic who has gotten snatched up because God said, you you doing the opposite of what I said for the 1900th time, child. Let's just come on, get your rest, honey. Just come on, because you just, <laughs> he put me, because I think sometimes God be like, this girl's on the short bus. She's like not getting my lesson. And that's why I'm going to keep making her repeat it. And I don't know if I'm just comfortable repeating certain lessons, but <laughs> I'm starting to get uncomfortable repeating those lessons. So I think I'm listening. Lord, I'm listening. I really am. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could be the only person in the world who feels that way, but you know, if I'm, I'm not, sure hey. you're not, I'm sure you're not. <laughs> so, what I mean, I don't know what, how do you feel like this year's been for you? I mean, it went quick, that's all I was one thing I could say, it went so freaking <laughs> quick. Um, this year has been, um, it's been good, it's been challenging, but in a good way. Um, Mainly, I say that because this year I was trying to be very intentional on um, being a better business owner. And so what came, all the things that came with that and just um, being stretched and challenged in ways that did not always feel good, but were necessary. So, yeah, that's a short, short version. So, I mean, it was a good year. I mean, I think every year has its pluses and minuses, I think. Um I'll say for me, um, I was able to grow. I think I'm a better Renata now than I was January 1. Um, and the goal is to continue to be the best version of me. What about you? Yeah, I definitely could say I was stretched. I was, um, I, I could say that I think my mental health was challenged a lot this year, even though it wasn't anything that was bad that challenged it. I think it's just that life challenged my mental health and it's just like i have more questions than i did answers this year um mm. and i think this is probably i mean it's just probably my this is probably my time to go through that question period or wondering like you know am i doing the right thing you know but it seemed like every time i thought about it, i was you know am i doing the right thing am i doing the right thing am i doing the right thing and i was like dang okay I set a goal. Two weeks from now, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, here it is through and a half weeks later. And I'm like, well, dang, what happened to the first two weeks I had, you know, this goal set? So um, I this year, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's always said, 
that time flies when you get past a certain age. Well, I feel like I'm feeling it now because I, I don't remember this time flying so fast when we were kids because we wanted to be a certain age so bad, so fast. And now it's like, well, dang, I'm 41 already. <laughs> it was like, I just was 32, you know? I'm like, how did I get to this time of 40 already? It's like, Lord have mercy. Well, you have a, a different concept of time than you did when you were a kid. When you're a kid, you don't always have the best concept of time. So, so that does no. play a role in things. Yeah, and you know, and then when I got to be a certain, even when I was like, 18, 19 years old, I was like, man, I would, I would give anything to go back one more, two more years ago. Then time just seemed like it just flew in my opinion. But um, this concept of time now that I know that life is super short. I mean, I knew it was short then, but now it's like real short. And mm. it seems like it's like, I, I just think this is going so fast. Even just looking at my grandson, it was like, that little boy about to be five in six months. And it's like, what does that mean? That means he's about to hit that kindergarten stage. And like, but he shouldn't be that old yet, you know, to be thinking about <laughs> kindergartens. And like, where did this time go? And it's, you know, trying to enjoy and spend time and do as much and be, um, I'm not trying to be a superwoman, be everybody's everything, but I am trying to be involved in uh, certain people's something, you know, because it's like, man, I can't believe that my nephew's eight, <laughs> about to be nine in six months, and but my <laughs> niece is about to be 16 in a couple weeks, and it's like, where did this time go? This is like mind-boggling to me, but... <laughs> I guess that's what it is. You know, when you get to the end of the year, you start thinking about all the stuff you need to clean out, clear up, uh, purge, get rid of, um, clean out your emotional closet. And I know we've been kind of silent uh, in a way about um, certain situations because for me, I don't even know how to weigh in on certain situations. And, you know, we're getting towards the end of the year and people are unfortunately deciding to end their lives um, or appear to have in their own lives um, this time of year. And even teenagers, because there's you know, somebody who, um, through the dental office before we left, a young teenager decided to end their life supposedly over a, uh, over a relationship that ended. And it was just like, you know, this is that time of year and where people are emotionally drained and sad um, a little more sad than they are certain times of year, partly because it's dark, you know, it gets dark quick. You wake up, it's dark. You go to bed, it's, get off work, it's dark. So that does play a role. I mean, I'm not a mental health professional, but you're not, you can maybe speak on that a little bit more than me, but do you find that that this time of year, because people are so emotionally drained or so emotionally taxed, this time of year that this is a very sad time for people um, or sad, more, more sad than usual, I guess. I don't know if I want to say sad, but. Um, I mean, I would say, so there is a thing called seasonal um, affective disorder. So it is the acronym is sad. Um, so there are 
there is a diagnosis where for individuals that just kind of struggle with the seasons changing just with the like you said that, that you're not getting enough a lot of sunlight and all the things so that is a thing um but i think i think it's a combination of reasons why this time of year is hard for some people uh for some people it's just the loved one that i'm you know that we've had these holidays with they're no longer there so that's hard for some people um i think it's just Life is just hard. I mean, these last few years have been really challenging for a lot of us. We've dealt with um, unprecedented things that we've never really had to deal with. Uh, I mean, the last time there was a, what well, a pandemic was what the Spanish, was it the Spanish flu? And I don't even remember, I forgot when that was, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's a lot that's been going on. And then the thing that I've been hearing a lot with clients is it feels like I don't have a time I don't have a chance to catch my breath. It's not at the level that it was in 2020, but it still is, it's still is challenging. Um, and then holidays can just, holidays can be very triggering. So even if you, even if you don't have someone that has died or what have you, for some people it's just being around the people who frustrate me or are the most triggering to me. This is, you know, I gotta do that or setting boundaries. So I've, I've had quite a few sessions uh, wrapping up there where we're talking about the importance of maintaining boundaries just because it's the holidays um, doesn't mean that boundary setting stops. Um, being able to say no to people that it doesn't feel good to say no to. Um, and I get it. Some people you just don't want to tell them no. <laughs> but some people you got to tell them no. Um, so I think it's a combination of things. Yeah, because I mean, in general speaking, I know that it's um, nothing's new. You know, nothing new under sun. Nobody mm -hmm. is experiencing anything different than anybody else. But I'm finding that more people are struggling with how to deal with things. And I'm not going to act like I deal with things 100% how I'm supposed to. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I get emotional this time of year. Not even realizing that I get emotional this time of year. Because it's like, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the other day I was like sitting around like, I just didn't want to be bothered. And I don't know if I was just emotional or if I just literally didn't want to be bothered because I was just like, I just don't feel like it right now. I just legit do not feel like being bothered. I legit don't feel like I want to have a conversation. I just don't want to deal with people. And my daughter had an attitude about it because she was like, well, why you got it? Why are you upset? I was like, I just want to be left alone. I wanted to have this moment by myself. Uh, being transparent for a hot second because she's working from home and since I'm off work from my daytime job for two weeks I was like oh before I found out she was going to be home the same time as me I was like oh I can be home at least you know a week or two regroup I mean I know I can't be home fully 100% by myself but I would at least have during the day where I could just not be bothered or hear somebody say Oh, what you eating? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what you got? Can you share? What do you bring me? And I'm just like, huh. I thought I was going to have at least three days. But no, I didn't, I didn't get none of them. Because as soon as I started my vacation, she was home. I was like, gosh darn it. So I've been kind of like, but I don't want to feel like I'm retreating to my room. But it's like, if that's the only place I have that I can have my, my space, then that's where I'm going to go. But for me, I was just tired of just being around or looking at or responding to or you know anything i just wanted a moment by myself but i still couldn't get it i was like 
And I was like, gosh darn it, you know? So I felt like I was being like emotional for a moment because I was just like, I just want to be left alone. But I know I'm not a person who typically suffers from depression. I think it's probably a seasonal blues type of thing. Um, or maybe just a, a, a blues in the general. Because like I was saying before, getting up is dark. Driving to work, it's semi-dark. Coming home from work, it's dark. And it's like, and I work in the inside of a building and it's like, well, daggone, you know, it's dark in here too. So it's like, I have no windows to look out really unless I stretch and look around. So it's like, for me, I'm just like, I'm over it. You know what I mean? I want to have like, you know, I I, I want to go do something sunny. I want to go do something that's increasing that that the happy endorphins or what have you. But I feel like um, sometimes I get into that mood where I'm just like, I just don't want to be bothered. And I, it could be just like I said, it could just be the environment. It could just be this time of year. Because I one thing I'm not stressing over, I'm not stressing over gifts, you know. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I tell I tell my nieces and my nephews and my daughter, everybody, my grandson, he gonna learn too. Um, I, I don't buy gifts like that, you know. I get a couple things and I'm good. I'm not gonna go broke no more because I used to do that. I used to be put racking up credit card debt and all this other stuff. Going sh- not no, not definitely not doing that every again. So for mm-hmm. me, it's just like you know, that's just not what I plan on doing. So for this time of year, it's like. That's not, I don't think that's the cause of like, if I don't feel like being bothered, I think it's just in general, I just don't feel like being bothered. I don't know. Is that, is that part of the SAD acronym, Renata? Like, you just don't want to be bothered? It can be. It definitely can be a part of it. Um, But you know, the thing about depression and uh, mental disorders and challenges, it can look different for everyone. Um, So, I mean, Yes, it can look that way. This is what I can say. Yeah. So I guess um, before we take a commercial break, do you uh, do you think because a lot, like I said, a lot of people keep talking about the Twitch situation and how he was always sharing light, and um, then all of a sudden he's not anymore. Um, like it literally switched within day a day or an hours of each other. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we could take a commercial break and you come back and address that from a mental, mental health standpoint. Is that something that's um, normal or not even going to say normal or standard for somebody who may be suffering with some sort of mental illness? So... Well, I'll let you think on that. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Lemonique. Stay tuned. And so we're back um, with more of the Empowered Hour. Um, before we went to break, I posed a question to Renata because um, a lot of people are still talking about it. Um, um, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists that are coming out and saying that, you know, 
he was involved in this, that, and the other, and people killed him to make it look like suicide. That man didn't kill himself because he was just happy. Um, and you hear a lot of people who have suffered in the same way, um, who have been happy in front of everyone, but literally go behind closed doors and will begin the process of ending their lives. But um, fortunately, those people have um, not... Uh, they did not, they were not successful in their attempt to, to end their lives. So, um, and then from a mental health practice, you know, we haven't really spoken up too much about it, but since it's that time of year and a lot of people are still dealing with a lot of things in that, um, that they're not uh, feeling the light or love of this time of year, I wanted to touch on it for a brief moment. Um, so Renata, um, I gave you some time to get your clinical, <laughs> get your clinical uh, answer together. Because again, I am not a therapist. I have no knowledge of any of this except from what I've learned from you. So um, is this typical behavior for someone who's suffering from a mental health issue? So I'm going to give you an answer that I tend to give to everything. Um, it just depends. I mean, I think it's going to look different for everyone. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's realistic or fair to say, hey, is this the typical look? Because it's going to look different for everyone. Um, I mean, just for example, depression in children, a lot of times looks like anger. So we don't typically associate anger with depression. Um, so, I mean, it's not. There are a lot of people who are functional with their mental health. Um, so, I mean, there are people who are who are severely depressed, but know how to put on that face and make it look like, you know, they're not struggling as much as they are. Um, so it, it's it's hard to say. It's, it's hard to say. I can't say that it's a typical look because, again, it looks different for everyone. And like I said, it, you know, he... How many people do we know that we've heard, you know, they're a functional alcoholic, they're a functional, um, with their drug use. Like we know, we all know someone or have heard someone that has been functional at something. So it, it's hard to say, I don't think it's fair to say they didn't look a certain way because it, it doesn't have one face. It doesn't look the same for everyone. Um, I mean, I know quite a few therapists that struggle with depression um, and other mental health challenges, but again, it doesn't necessarily have to look a certain way. So I don't know if that gives the answer that you were looking for, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in general speaking, because I mean, people, because um, there's no right answer and mm -hmm. um, there's never going to be a right answer because everybody's genetic makeup, mental health challenge is all different and it all shows up a different way for everybody. Um, and we as individuals have to recognize when something feels off to us. Um, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like for me, I felt like I was off because I genuinely demanded that I wanted to be by myself. I didn't want to be bothered. I did not want to have anybody else in my space at that, at that particular moment in time. And it's hard for loved ones and people around you to recognize that. Um, but if somebody's asking for a little space, um, speaking from my perspective, let them have it, you know, but 
still check on them, you know, because again, somebody might in anger say, leave me alone, but we still want you to care enough about us to check on us at, a, at another point. But, um, but just, you know, take a moment and let a person have a moment because we all need a breather. We all need a second to take back or to, to digest something. Mm -hmm. So um, as a therapist, if somebody is in a situation similar to, um, like my situation, as I don't, because again, I don't know that much about the Twitch story except for what's been circulating. So, for my situation, if somebody's asking for help, what is a good way for somebody to, or I'm not necessarily help, I'm sorry, somebody's asking for space um, or just saying, hey, just give me a moment. I just want to let, let it be left alone. What is a good way to approach that person or reintroduce yourself to that person once it's been? ample enough time and then of course everybody's different with the time but like if you give somebody some space for a couple hours and you know check in what would be a, an appropriate i don't even know it's not i know you're gonna say <laughs> it depends but it does. Uh, <laughs> but like I'll, I'm, I'll say this i'll say this <laughs> i'll give an example so i have um i have someone that i'm working with and um they are they would say that they are not they don't like to be around people and so we've had the conversation of, okay, when does it become isolation versus when is it I need space? Because those don't look the same. Um, for them, we, we've talked about what does the two look like so that they can be very clear on that. And then we've also worked as far as like identifying, okay, well, who are the people that um, are in your circle that when you feel like, mm, this might be teetering on unhealthy. Who are the people that have been identified that they can kind of call, you know, check on you, see what's going on. So they're the ones that you've given permission to, if you will, call you out just to make sure that you're good. Um, so, I mean, I, again, it's one of those things. Sometimes we need to identify, okay, am I, am I, is it a situation where I'm wanting to isolate? Is it a situation where I, I'm just saying, hey, I just want to be alone because I need a, a break to kind of regather. Um, so I think it's a combination of things and just kind of knowing your circle, who you give permission to to kind of help you out in those situations and things like that. So so like for you, your norm is not typically to isolate. So if you were to be like, you know, I don't want to be bothered, I would give you some time, but then, you know, maybe follow up to make sure that Okay, is she is this just she just need a break because she's overwhelmed or is this something more than that? And then uh oh hello. I think we lost her for a hot second. Um let me see. Let me take a commercial break. Um because I think I lost Renata for a hot second. So technology's always fun. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, there you go. You know, for a moment you went out. Um, so I don't oh. know what you said after you said for me. Because I was getting ready to throw us to commercial break, but you came back. So um, maybe start for, you said after, you know, me, you know, for someone like me, you check in. And then after that, I think that's where I lost you. <laughs> so what I said was, for someone like you, your norm is not to typically isolate. Um, but your norm is also not to want to not be around people. So because I know that about you, 
mentally that lets me know, okay, I need to give her a little bit of time, but then circle back around. Yeah. That's essentially what I said. Okay. Because I was like, where did she go? <laughs> um, because that was weird. But um, but of course, because it's after the holidays, we're still doing a little virtual um a little virtual recording. So bear with us. Um because yeah, we're still coming down off the fun weekend. So um but typically, um, let's see. Do you find that um uh, people are more open to um doing those exercises like you said with your your client where it's like picking out which is isolation versus actually just wanting to have a, a moment break is that some an exercise that people are more open to doing like that digging deep and and seeing like what is causing this or how do we differentiate maybe that's the better question is um <laughs> i wouldn't say i think it depends because i do have some people who are like totally okay with it and i have some that are like no nah, i won't do that so <laughs> so it just it, it my common answer it just depends yeah and I mean, and and the only reason why I pose these questions because I know you're gonna say it depends. It's just so people to start thinking about things like that because everybody's different. Um, every situation is different. Everything is. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anyone's um, question. I'm sorry. Anyone's life mimic anybody else's to a T. And that's the same thing with when it comes to medications and things like that. It's like you can't give me a Tylenol and think it's going to affect me the same way it's going to affect Renata. Or you can't give me hydrocodone and think it's going to affect Renata the same way. So, you know, um, it may affect us similarly, but we're all going to take on something different, just like with the holidays, just like with um, grief, just like with anything else. Because, you know, there's some people who are literally losing loved ones right before the holiday, during this holiday weekend, and probably going to lose somebody this week. But everybody's going to take that grief differently um, and handle it differently. So my one thing I would say as a non-clinical person is to, to bear with people. If they need to scream, let them scream. If they need to hug, hug them. If they need to just have you not be there for a moment, just be okay with that. But still stay close by, but just don't hover over them and make them feel like they're losing it because a lot of times people are just, they just need a moment. Sometimes people just need a moment and, you know, there's nothing that we can do. Um, Cause I think you said this before too, you know, there's nothing that we can do. If somebody is set on hurting themselves, there's nothing we can do to stop them um, because they may stop for that moment. But then, you know, when you leave, they may, unfortunately go through with um what they were what they were thinking about um is that an accurate statement let me just ask that is that an accurate statement <laughs> um i probably haven't said it that way i mean ultimately we don't have as much power in a lot of situations as we'd like to think that we do and so um i think as the person that if you're trying to assist someone that is struggling um being okay with saying, I don't know, 
being okay with saying, you know, I can't help you with this, but here's some resources that I can kind of assist you with. Being okay with, sometimes you might just need to be the person that's just sister with them and just being okay with that. So just kind of not feeling like, even as a therapist, I have to know my limits as a therapist that there's just certain individuals that I just, there's only so much that I can do. And it's not that I'm not, it's not that I don't have tools or things like that, but I'm not a good fit to help everybody that I come in contact with. I can help as many people as I possibly can, but things up there, you know, I, I just might not work for everyone and that's okay. Um, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, we all have choices and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, there's only, if someone is hell bent on doing something, someone is hell bent on doing something. And, you know, it, it it's unfortunate, but you know, again, knowing your limits. So. Well, and well, I mean, I, I, I said it pretty much how you said it, but you said hell bent. So you went deeper than me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think I definitely feel like you know, and I'm, we're going to switch and take it to a happier side here in a minute, but I just want people to realize that um, it's okay to talk about things like this. It's okay to talk about when you're not feeling happy, when you're having a dark moment, because if you don't talk about it, that means you may not, one, you may not recognize it, or two, you may not know who you can trust with that information. So that's why... Um, even if empowered living is not a good fit for you personally, um, you can ask us and we can help direct you to someone who can assist you because um, the mental health community is, is a, a large community and we all don't know each other, but we all know somebody who could link you to someone else if we need to. So mm -hmm. I definitely want people not to suffer or, or think that something's wrong with them or think that because they feel a certain way that they can't, um, there's no turning back um, because there's always help available. There's always mm -hmm. somebody around you who could be your light, um, you know, or somebody around you who um, comes at the right moment in time and, and helps out um, and gets you back on the path and you didn't even realize you were on. So I just definitely want to stress to people because this is, that time of year again where people are feeling certain kind of ways i want to stress to people that this is a good time to find your accountability partner to find a mental health professional if you feel like your friends are not people you can talk to um or if you feel like you're being judged or if you feel like you know um your work environment is not a safe space for you to talk we can help find you someone because there's nothing worse than suffering in silence and and, and having all the access to resources but not using them because we want to help you find somebody if we're not the ones that you want to use. So um, I definitely want to push advocate for people to get help. So um, especially the end of the year because we all gonna say in, the, in January, new year, new me. Um, <laughs> and so making sure that we end this year on a positive note and if we're going to be a new person or a new aspect of ourselves next year that we're starting with a healthy mind because you know starting from the top floor working our way down and sometimes 
the the jump start you need to a new lease on life. So, um, yeah. So maybe that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work on my mental health more next year, so I can start from the top floor and work my way down. Maybe the rest of my body will follow and I'll get in line and I can lose this extra blah, blah, blah pounds that I've been trying to lose <laughs> for the longest, <laughs> whatever that blah, blah, blah number is. Because it's, okay. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to take another commercial break and we're going to come back on a happier note. So, uh, and or on a positive, you know, make sure we're ending, ending the year and ending the show on a positive note so stick and stay we'll be right back with more of the empowered hour with empowered Lebanique. all right so we're back with our happy note yay <laughs> um let's see so we're not a what would be one of the cool things that you want to accomplish in 2023? Ah, one of the cool things that I want to accomplish in 2023. Or you can uh, name three. Name three. Name three cool things you want to accomplish in 2023. Um, sell out of my retreat. Um, the Body and Essence Retreat. We're going to be in Las Vegas um, April 28th through the 30th. Um, so that would be one cool thing. So that will be my official first retreat. Um, to, yes. Um, I have some financial goals that I have that I would like to accomplish next year. And, um, be a better steward, more disciplined, um, using my spiritual gifts and blessings more effectively. I'll word it that way. Hmm. I ain't so, no mask about which, what your spiritual gifts are, but oh, I guess. Oh. I, <laughs> 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 well, no, you don't have to answer that because sometimes answering that, some people be like, oh, it's it now. Let me give you something else to do. Um, <laughs> I need to read. I need to go back and do that. Yeah. Uh, that Sunday school class or read that book again about spiritual gifts and see if oh. I still see if I still line up where I used to. I think I do because I don't feel like nothing's changed as far as that because it's still where I feel my happiest, my happy place. But um, but anyway, that's a whole nother day, whole nother subject matter. So, um, so what about you? Three things, top three. Um. I definitely would like to get more, um, well, I already said I want to make sure I'm getting more mentally healthy, but, um, and I think with mentally healthy, everything also kind of follow, but um, I want to definitely grow as a businesswoman, um, doing things more I don't want to say in order because we do things decently in order, but I just want to start doing more to capitalize on it. Because, I mean, all these rich people out here, these business owners and whatnot, they stay rich, they get rich how? Because they figured out how to work the system. And I want to figure out how to work the system too. Because, you know, you see all these tax breaks and 
tax write-offs and blah, blah, blahs for these CEOs of these mass companies. And it's like, those little people down here paying taxes out the wazoo. And it's like, now, how did they figure out this secret? And I can't. So that's definitely a goal is to figure out how to utilize the business more and to grow it more. Because the more you learn, the more you grow, the more you grow, the more you uh, can begin to experience life on a whole new level. So that's definitely the goal is to get to that um, better business owner um, status because been owning a business for what, over six years? Well, no, seven, what year is this? Eight years, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Or seven, I'm about to be eight years. And I still feel like there's so much that I need to do differently or that I should do differently or I could be doing better or differently, mm -hmm. so I definitely want to get that accomplished, and I would definitely want to enjoy life more by experiencing more, so traveling more, doing more retreats, being able to stand in front of larger crowds and talk, um, being able to just to conquer all these, these little things I've said I wanted to do and get them done, like, that's the goal because it's like I have all this stuff, all these ideas, all these things I want as far as, <clears throat> excuse me, goals and accomplishments. But I have kind of like gotten stale and stagnant on this. And now it's like times of the essence because we don't know how much time we got left. So I need to get all this done sooner than later. So um, I need to get all of what God has promised me whatever that is <laughs> and get, get go get my blessings in my merry merry voice um okay <laughs> for you what would you say would be a potential barrier self-sabotage insert word here that you will be intentional on working on so that it doesn't prevent you from reaching those goals you said what so what could be a potential barrier? What could be a self-sabotage? You insert whatever the thing is. Insert um, that word there. Well, I mean, old me creeping back in, which that self-doubting um, person that I have been in the past where I didn't think I was worthy of it or I'm not worthy of great things or I'm not capable of, of accomplishing great things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so self-sabotage is probably one of the words that I, that I'm, I'm afraid of because that's definitely the thing that I'm the most afraid of is is being in my own way, you know, thinking that I'm not worthy of or that I cannot accomplish or I will not be good at blah blah blah, and because it's not like I haven't done something right in my life. Like why am I not able to hold on to that? I'm always going back to that little scared girl who did not accomplish anything because she was too scared to try. So that's that's who I'm afraid of going back to, that person who's scared to try and who's scared to even um, put myself out there, which I definitely don't want to get back to her because she's one of them people who just doesn't do it. So, um, mm -hmm. but... You know, maybe you might see me jump out and actually, you know, parachute out of a 
out of an airplane because I've actually conquered that fear. But stop letting things hold me back. That's that self sabotage and that fear factor. That's that's those are things that I'm hoping to never creep back up. But um, but that's always in the back of my mind is the that you can't do it. You know, not being my own cheerleader when I know I should be my own cheerleader. Even I I mean I got other people around me who may cheer me on, but when those doors is closed, having that strength to be my own cheerleader is my my biggest angst. I don't know. But what about you? Um, I would say not allowing procrastination and it's cousin self doubt and um their other cousin uh I don't wanna be a burden to get in the way. <laughs> so um I I know I can be a very ambitious person. I recognize that sometimes um I don't ask for help in areas that I should ask for help. And it's not because I we'll just leave it at that. Um, so just making sure that I ask for help when I need to ask for help, not to procrastinate, make sure that I've asked people to hold me accountable in some areas. And so making sure that I fulfill my end of the bargain of saying, I asked you to be my accountability partner. So I need to do the, do the work so that when you're reaching out and saying, Hey, did you get this done? I don't have to be like, Oh, um, no. So for example, I am sitting in my living room and I am looking at a box of something that I asked someone to hold me accountable for. They did. So we just got to do the second part. Um, but I also have to do, there's a second part that they're willing to help me with, but I need to do one more part before I get to that. So my goal is to have that accomplished by the middle of January because there's no reason for me not to. Um, so, you know, just having good time management, holding myself accountable, asking for help and not disrespecting those individuals by not accomplishing the thing that I asked them to help me with. Okay. So what, um, coming from, coming like a therapist, cause I have a feeling you're going to ask this question. So what steps are you taking to make sure that, um, you don't get caught up in the procrastination, you stick with your goals? What steps am I taking? Um, so letting more people know. So because the more people that know, the more that they can ask. Um, making sure that um, I do check-ins with them. Um, I have more than one person who is holding me accountable. So then there's that part. Um, and just, just trying to really stay on top of it. I'm saying this is a goal that I want to accomplish, so I really need to to do it because again there's no reason why i can't do it i'm just not like i don't have a good reason to be like oh it didn't get done because of this it's not because like somebody didn't got in my way or like there is one thing that i want to accomplish that legit is out of my control so that's a different situation but other things are in my control i just am not doing it so okay okay <laughs> I know I gave you very vague answers. No, it's okay because you only don't need to let the right hand know what the left hand is doing all the time. But you it's know, true. but it can <laughs> um, definitely um, 
being vague can still spark something in somebody else's mind to maybe get them motivated and keep them going. Um, I mean, you know what it is, but I, I am not ready to share with all the listeners just yet. <laughs> no. Well, you know. <laughs> Once it's accomplished, then I I will feel better about it. So Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just have to be ready to, you know, just be ready. Like I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life too, so it's okay. <laughs> so, well, I, uh, adulting is not the easiest thing in the world. I mean, we did write a book about it just because how difficult it can be. So because adulting is a trip. If you have not picked up your copy of this workbook, this is a perfect time to do so because beginning of the year, new you, working workbook, you know, work your work, you know, but uh, go to www.empoweredlivinginc.net under our online store and purchase your own copy of Adulting is a Trip. You can also find it at Ujama, uh Bookstore that's off of Martin Luther King behind the Flanner House and if we have an event, we will sign that book for you. Even if we don't have an event and you want us to sign the book, hit us up. We're probably someplace around the city at an event. We can sign the book for you then too. I'm just saying. And because uh, <laughs> our goal is what? To sell some more books in 2023. That's yes. the ultimate, ultimate goal. Move <laughs> these books. So it's, it's one of many. I'll say that. It's one of many. Because um, it's a helpful book. Granted, we are very much biased. We are very cognizant of the fact that we're biased. But um, on that note, we didn't want to just write a book that was not helpful. So we we have worked really hard to partner with amazing people in the community that specialize in various topics in the book. Um, so I keep wanting to say last year, but it's not. It is still 2022. <laughs> So some of that looks like um, our last event, we had Juanisa Jackson come in and she talked about faith and healing. Um, we've had uh, Jennifer Norton come in and talk about estate planning. We've had, um, we've done a ton of events. We partnered with Salt and um, had them talk about just reproductive help. So we, every month we, with the exception of December, we will do something to hold you accountable for the book. Um, so that you didn't just buy a book and you know you're someone that you need to be held accountable so yes yes so I mean I know I shameless plugged this real quick because um, it was the <laughs> opening but well, we got about another minute and a half left of the show so are there any tidbits that you would like to drop knowledge because you are the therapist I am not um, <laughs> regarding the end of the year getting ready getting rid of that emotional junk that holds us back so I would say um, yes it is a new year and a lot of people like to jump start because it's a new year but there's never um, there's never a, a good time like the present just to kind of work on helping yourself be a better version of you so whether that means getting a therapist, whether that means a coach, um, a mentor, someone that has some wisdom that can assist you and hold you accountable um, in various areas of your life. Cause you're not always gonna want them to, but you need someone that loves you enough that they can hold you accountable regardless. Um, I, like Athena has shared earlier, we recognize Empire Living is not a great fit for everybody, but we do have a network of therapists that we do connect with. Um, and have other resources to get in contact with some that we don't know, um, just to help you out so we don't leave you hanging. Um, 
you know, write out your goals and your visions so that you kind of can see what they look like. Make them smart goals. Make sure that they're measurable and you can obtain them. Um, so you're not just saying, I want to save money. Okay, how much money do you want to save? And what's the plan to do this? So you don't want to just have a plan. You need a you need you don't want to just have a goal. You need a plan to get to that goal. So that would be my my short version. You don't have to suffer alone, like Athena said. Um, there are people out here that genuinely care and don't mind helping. Yep, everything you said is what I would say too. So, on that note, um, be sure to like, subscribe, um, share our page, um, Empowered Living Inc. on all platforms except for Twitter. That's Empowered L-I-V-I-N. Um, so it's Empowered Living on Twitter. But um, please subscribe to our newsletter. We're going to hit it hard come in January. We still won't send you a whole bunch. Um, but then just be sure to stay involved in anything that we have going on because we would love to meet and see you guys in person. So if you need anything, let us know. Until next time. We will talk to you after the new year. So happy new year, everybody. Um, happy new year. Be safe and yes, just stay safe. So we will holla at y'all soon. So God bless. Happy new year. Happy new year. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, yeah, okay. I can hear me now. Well, I can hear you on the phone. I don't, I'm not logged in yet. No, I said it can hear me now. Sorry. Oh. Because I had, I changed microphones because my headphones last week, I sound weird on the, because uh, I listened to it. Well, I at least log in, so. Oh. I'm hang this up here. Okay. I'm logged in. I'm logged in. I see. Okay, I'm hang up the phone. Okay, bye bye. All right. Um, oh, I didn't plug my laptop up. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah. I gotta figure out this battery thing because my battery is dying way too fast. Now, granted, there's a thousand things running. Well, you know, the more you have running, the more it's going to be drain, drain, drain. So I'm going to start when the my timer says two minutes. So you got about 40 seconds. All right, that's fine. I'm going to try to keep track of the time this time. <clears throat> Let me see if I can get all my clear my throat out the way. I'll be muting myself because I'm right there. Okay, 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living Inc. It's your girl, Athena, and Renata. How are you? I'm just peachy coming off of this lovely uh, Christmas holiday weekend and getting over the cold and all this weather in quotation marks. So, oh, 
good. I'm glad I'm still here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. <laughs> how was your weekend? It was good. Um, last week was a little sketchy, <laughs> but it was good. It was good. Well, that's a blessing. Always a blessing to have a great, great time. So, yes. um, before we get too deep, because I always forget to uh, allow Lady J time to play how people can listen. So if you have not uh, tuned in yet, if you're still tuning in, please share with your friends the ways that they can uh, listen in. So Lady J, take it away. I just love how, you know, she has that already queued up because I, I can't remember none of that, but I'm, I'm going to do better. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm going to put down for my 2023 goal is to remember all the different ways we can tune in. But then that would be dumb because she adds new <laughs> ones all the time. So never mind. I'll just try to remember at least five. That's my goal. I wouldn't say it would be <laughs> dumb. It's just, it's just, it's a blessing that there are so many options for people to be able to listen to. So. Mm-hmm. So many different countries tuning in, so many different, yeah. uh, just so many, just so many things in general. So it's just awesome. Awesome yeah. sauce. So ooh, guess what we're going to talk about today? Everything. <laughs> now, <laughs> now we're going to, we're going to narrow it down to what? Just talking and wrapping up the year because this has been a fun year. I don't know about for anybody else, but this has been a fun year for me. Um, there's been some good times and bad times. and um, But hey, I'm still here to tell the story. So that's all. I guess that's all that matters. Um, is that's that, half the battle. Yeah. It's just, just <laughs> being here, you know, just, just being in the presence of the Lord, but not in his presence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would be not a whole... to be like that, just yet. Not yet. You know, just, uh, you know, a little bit more time would be awesome. I mean, but you know, uh, you're always getting into that. I don't know about you, but I always have that thought. Like when you, especially when you see people around you passing away, like, why am I still here? But you know, like, you know, because that person was so awesome and amazing. Why did they go and I'm still here type thing? But, you know, for me, I'm like, I got something else to do. So um, whatever that is, I hope I get to doing it. So I'm not, uh, the Lord's not looking at me like, okay, this girl ain't getting it. So let me just go ahead and snatch her up real quick because that has happened before. And I don't want to be in that 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 statistic who has gotten snatched up because God said, you you doing the opposite of what I said for the 1900th time, child. Let's just come on, get your rest, honey. Just come on, because you just, <laughs> he put me, because I think sometimes God be like, this girl's on the short bus. She's like not getting my lesson. And that's why I'm keep making her repeat it. And I don't know if I'm just comfortable repeating certain lessons, but <laughs> I'm starting to get uncomfortable repeating those lessons. So I think I'm listening. Lord, I'm listening. I really am. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could be the only person in the world who feels that way, but you know, if I'm, I'm not, sure hey. you're not, I'm sure you're not. <laughs> so, what I mean, I don't know what, how do you feel like this year has been for you? I mean, it went quick. That's all I was one thing I could say. It went so freaking <laughs> quick. Um, this year has been, um, it's been good, it's been challenging, but in a good way. Um, 
mainly I say that because this year I was trying to be very intentional on um, being a better business owner. And so what came, all the things that came with that and just um, being stretched and challenged in ways that did not always feel good, but were necessary. So yeah, that's a short, short version. So I mean, it was a good year. I mean, I think every year has its pluses and minuses. I think um, I'll say for me, um, I was able to grow. I think I'm a better Renata now than I was January 1. Um, and the goal is to continue to be the best version of me. What about you? Yeah, I definitely could say I was stretched. I was, um, I, I can say that I think my mental health was challenged a lot this year, even though it wasn't anything that was bad that challenged it. I think it's just that life challenged my mental health. And it's just like I have more questions than I did answers this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is probably, I mean, it's just probably my, this is probably my time to go through that question period or wondering like, you know, am I doing the right thing? You know, but it seemed like every time I thought about it, I was, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? And I was like, dang, okay. I set a goal. Two weeks from now, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, here it is three and a half weeks later. And I'm like, well, dang, what happened to the first two weeks I had, you know, this goal set? So um, I this year, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's always said that time flies when you get past a certain age. Well, I feel like I'm feeling it now because I, I don't remember this time flying so fast when we were kids because we wanted to be a certain age so bad so fast and now it's like well dang i'm 41 already (laughs) it was like i just was 32 you know i'm like how did i get to this time of 40 already it's like lord have mercy well you have a, a different concept of time than you did when you were a kid when you're a kid you don't always have the best concept of time so, so that does no. play a role in things. Yeah, and you know, and then when I got to be a certain, even when I was like 18, 19 years old, I was like, man, I would, I would give anything to go back one more, two more years ago. Then time just seemed like it just flew in my opinion. But um, this concept of time now that I know that life is super short. I mean, I knew it was short then, but now it's like real short. And mm. It seems like it's like I I just think this is going so fast. Even just looking at my grandson, it was like that little boy about to be five in six months. And it's like, what does that mean? That means he's about to hit that kindergarten stage and like, but he shouldn't be that old yet, you know, to be thinking about kindergartens and like where did this time go? And it's you know, trying to enjoy and spend time and do as much and be, um, I'm not trying to be superwoman, be everybody's everything, but I am trying to be involved in uh, certain people's something, you know, because it's like, man, I can't believe that my nephew's eight, <laughs> about to be nine in six months, and but my niece is about to be 16 in a couple weeks, and it's like, where did this time go? This is like mind-boggling to me, but I guess that's what it is. You know, when you get to the end of the year, you start thinking about all the stuff you need to clean out, clear up, 
uh, purge, get rid of, um, clean out your emotional closet. And I know we've been kind of silent in a way about um, certain situations because for me, I don't even know how to weigh in on certain situations. And, you know, we're getting towards the end of the year and people are unfortunately deciding to end their lives um, or appear to have in their own lives um, this time of year. And even teenagers, because there's somebody who um, through the dental office before we left, a young teenager decided to end their life supposedly over a, uh, over a relationship that ended. And it was just like, you know, this is that time of year and where people are emotionally drained and sad um, a little more sad than they are certain times of year, partly because it's dark, you know, it gets dark quick. You wake up, it's dark. You go to bed, it's, get off work, it's dark. So that does play a role. I mean, I'm not a mental health professional, but you're not, you can maybe speak on that a little bit more than me, but do you find that, that this time of year, because people are so emotionally drained or so emotionally taxed, this time of year that this is a very sad time for people um, or sad, or more sad than usual, I guess. I don't know if I want to say sad, but. Um, I mean, I would say, so there is a thing called seasonal um, affective disorder. So it is, the acronym is sad. Um, so there are, there is a diagnosis where for individuals that just kind of struggle with the seasons changing just with the, like you said, that, that you're not getting enough, a lot of sunlight and all the things. So that is a thing, um, but I think I think it's a combination of reasons why this time of year is hard for some people. Uh, for some people, it's just the loved one that I'm, you know, that we've had these holidays with, they're no longer there. So that's hard for some people. Um, I think it's just, life is just hard. I mean, these last few years have been really challenging for a lot of us. We've dealt with um, unprecedented things that we've never really had to deal with. Uh, I mean, the last time there was a, what a pandemic was what the Spanish, was it the Spanish flu? And I don't even remember, I forgot when that was, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's a lot that's been going on. And then the thing that I've been hearing a lot with clients is it feels like I don't have a time, I don't have a chance to catch my breath. It's not at the level that it was in 2020, but it still is, it's still is challenging. Um, and then holidays can just, Holidays can be very triggering. So even if you, even if you don't have someone that has died or what have you, for some people it's just being around the people who frustrate me or are the most triggering to me. This is, you know, I got to do that or setting boundaries. So I've, I've had quite a few sessions uh, wrapping up there where we're talking about the importance of maintaining boundaries just because it's the holidays um, doesn't mean that boundary setting stops. Um, being able to say no to people that it doesn't feel good to say no to. Um, and I get it. Some people, you just don't want to tell them no, <laughs> but some people, you got to tell them no. Um, so I think it's a combination of things. Yeah. Cause I mean, in general speaking, I know that it's, um, nothing's new, you know, nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Nobody is experiencing anything different than anybody else, but I'm finding that more people are struggling with how to deal with things. And I'm not going to act like I deal with things 100% how I'm supposed to, because, mm -hmm. you know, I get emotional this time of year. 
not even realizing that I get emotional this time of year because it's like I uh, excuse me the other day I was like sitting around like I just didn't want to be bothered and I don't know if I was just emotional if I just literally didn't want to be bothered because I was just like I just don't feel like it right now I just legit do not feel like being bothered I legit don't feel like I want to have a conversation I just don't want to deal with people and my daughter had an attitude about it because she was like well, why you got it why are you upset I was like I just want to be left alone I wanted to have this moment by myself now, being transparent for a hot second because she's working from home and since I'm off work from my daytime job for two weeks I was like oh before I found out she was going to be home the same time as me I was like oh I can be home at least you know a week or two regroup. I mean, I know I can't be home fully 100% by myself, but I would at least have during the day where I could just not be bothered or hear somebody say, oh, what you eating? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or what you got? Can you share? Can you bring me? And I'm just like, huh. I thought I was going to have at least three days, but no, I didn't, I didn't get none of them because as soon as I started my vacation, she was home. I'm like, gosh darn it. So I've been kind of like, but I don't want to feel like I'm retreating to my room but it's like if that's the only place I have that I can have my my space then that's where I'm going to go but for me I was just tired of just being around or looking at or responding to or you know anything I just wanted a moment by myself but I still couldn't get it I was like I was like gosh darn it you know so I felt like I was being like emotional for a moment because I was just like I just want to be left alone but I know I'm not a person who typically suffers from depression I think it's probably a seasonal blues type of thing um or maybe just a a, a blues in the general because like I was saying before getting up is dark driving to work it's semi-dark coming home from work it's dark and it's like and I work in the inside of a building and it's like, well, gone. you know, it's dark in here too. So it's like, I have no windows to look out really, unless I stretch and look around. So it's like, for me, I'm just like, I'm over it. You know what I mean? I want to have like, you know, I, I, I want to go do something sunny. I want to go do something that's increasing that, that the happy endorphins or what have you. But I feel like um, sometimes I get into that mood where I'm just like, I just don't want to be bothered. And it could be just like I said, it could just be the environment. It could just be this time of year. Because one thing I'm not stressing over, I'm not stressing over guests, you know. Because yeah, mm -hmm. I tell I tell my nieces and my nephews and my daughter, everybody, my grandson, he going to learn too. Um, I, I don't buy gifts like that. You know, I get a couple things and I'm good i'm not gonna go broke no more because i used to do that I used to be put racking up credit card debt and all this other stuff going sh not no not definitely not doing that ever again so for me it's just like you know that's just not what i plan on doing so for this time of year it's like that's not i don't think that's the cause of like if i don't feel like being bothered i think it's just in general i just don't feel like being bothered i don't know is that a, is that part of the sad acronym we're not like you just don't want to be bothered. It can be. It definitely can be a part of it. Um, but you know the thing about depression and 
uh, mental disorders and challenges, it can look different for everyone. Um, so, I mean, yes, it can look that way. This is what I can say. Yeah. So I guess um, before we take a commercial break, do you uh, do you think because a lot, like I said, a lot of people keep talking about the Twitch situation and how he was always sharing light, and um, then all of a sudden he's not anymore. Um, like it literally switched within day, a day or an hours of each other. Um, mm -hmm. So. I guess we could take a commercial break and you come back and address that from a mental health standpoint. Is that something that's um, normal or not even going to say normal or standard for somebody who may be suffering with some sort of mental illness? So while let you think on that, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Lemony. Stay tuned. And so we're back um, with more of the Empowered Hour. Um, <clears throat> before we went to break, I had posed a question to Renata because um, a lot of people are still talking about it. Um, um, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists that are coming out and saying that, you know, he was involved in this, that, and the other, and people killed him to make it look like suicide. That man ain't killed himself because he was just happy. Um, and you hear a lot of people who have suffered in the same way, um, who have been happy in front of everyone, but literally go behind closed doors and will begin the process of ending their lives. But uh, fortunately, those people have um, not... Uh, they did not, they were not successful in their attempt to, to end their lives. So, um, and then from a mental health practice, you know, we haven't really spoken up too much about it, but since it's that time of year and a lot of people are still dealing with a lot of things in that, um, that they're not uh, feeling the light or love of this time of year, I wanted to touch on it for a brief moment. Um, so we're not a, um, I gave you some time to get your clinical, <laughs> get your clinical uh, answer together. Because again, I am not a therapist. I have no knowledge of any of this except from what I've learned from you. So, uh, is this typical behavior for someone who's suffering from a mental health issue? So I'm going to give you my answer that I tend to give to everything. Um, it just depends. I mean, I think it's going to look different for everyone. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's realistic or fair to say, hey, is this the typical look? Because it's going to look different for everyone. Um, I mean, just for example, depression in children, a lot of times looks like anger. So we don't typically associate anger with depression. Um, so, I mean, it's not. There are a lot of people who are functional with their mental health. Um, so, I mean, there are people who are who are severely depressed, but know how to put on that face and make it look like, you know, they're not struggling as much as they are. Um, so it, it's it's hard to say. It's it's hard to say. I can't say that it's a typical look. 
because again it looks different for everyone and like i said it you know he how many people do we know that we've heard you know they're a functional alcoholic they're a functional um with their drug use like we know we all know someone or heard someone that has been functional at something so it, it's hard to say i don't think it's fair to say they didn't look a certain way because it, it doesn't have one face it doesn't look the same for everyone um i mean i know quite a few therapists that struggle with depression um and other mental health challenges but again it doesn't necessarily have to look a certain way so i don't know if that gives the answer that you were looking for but yeah yeah i mean in general speaking because i mean people um because there's no right answer and mm -hmm. um there's never going to be a right answer because everybody's genetic makeup, mental health challenge is all different and it all shows up a different way for everybody. Um, and we as individuals have to recognize when something feels off to us. Um, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like for me, I felt like I was off because I, I genuinely demanded that I wanted to be by myself. I didn't want to be bothered. I did not want to have anybody else in my space at that at that particular moment in time. And it's hard for loved ones and people around you to recognize that. Um, but if somebody's asking for a little space, um, speaking from my perspective, let them have it, you know, but still check on them you know because again somebody might in anger say leave me alone but we still want you to care enough about us to check on us at, a, at another point but um but just you know take a moment and let a person have a moment because we all need a breather we all need a second to take back or to to digest something mm -hmm. so um as a therapist if somebody is in a situation similar to um like my situation, as I don't, because again, I don't know that much about the Twitch story except for what's been circulating. So, for my situation, if somebody's asking for help, what is a good way for somebody to, or I'm not necessarily help, I'm sorry, somebody's asking for space, um, or just saying, Hey, just give me a moment, I just want to let, let it be left alone. What is a good way to approach that person or reintroduce yourself to that person once it's been? ample enough time and then of course everybody's different with the time but like if you give somebody some space for a couple hours and you know check in what would be a, an appropriate i don't even know it's not i know you're gonna say <laughs> it depends but it does uh, <laughs> but like I'll, I'll say this i'll say this i'll give an example so i have um i have someone that i'm working with and um they are they would say that they are not they don't like to be around people and so we've had the conversation of, okay, when does it become isolation versus when is it I need space? Because those don't look the same. Um, for them, we, we've talked about what does the two look like so that they can be very clear on that. And then we've also worked as far as like identifying, okay, well, who are the people that uh, are in your circle that when you feel like, mm, this might be teetering on unhealthy, who are the people that have been identified that they can kind of call, you know, check on you, see what's going on. So they're the ones that you've given permission to, if you will, call you out just to make sure that you're good. Um, so, I mean, I, I, again, it's one of those things 
sometimes we need to identify, okay, am I, am I, is it a situation where I'm wanting to isolate? Is it a situation where I am just saying, hey, I just want to be alone because I need a, a break to kind of regather? Um, so I think it's a combination of things and just kind of knowing your circle, who you give permission to, to kind of help you out in those situations and things like that. So, so like for you, your norm is not typically to isolate. So if you were to be like, you know, I don't want to be bothered, I would give you some time, but then, you know, maybe follow up to make sure that, okay, is she, is this just, she just need a break because she's overwhelmed or is this something more than that? And then. Uh-oh, hello. I think we lost her for a hot second. Um, let me see. Let me take a commercial break. Because um, I think I lost Renata for a hot second. So technology is always fun. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, there you go. You know, for a moment you went out. Um, so I don't oh. know what you said after you said for me. Because I was getting ready to throw us to commercial break, but you came back. So, um Maybe start for you said after you know me you know for someone like me you check in and then after that I think it's where I lost you. <laughs> so what I said was, for someone like you, your norm is not to typically isolate, um, but your norm is also not to want to not be around people. So because I know that about you, mentally that lets me know okay I need to give her a little bit of time but then circle back around. Yeah. That's essentially what I said. Okay. And I was like, where did she go? <laughs> um, because that was weird. But um, but of course, because it's after the holidays, we're still doing a little virtual um a little virtual recording. So bear with us. Um because yeah, we're still coming down off the fun weekend. So um but Typically, um, let's see, do you find that um, people are more open to um, doing those exercises, like you said, with your, your client, whereas like picking out which is isolation versus actually just wanting to have a, a moment break? Is that some an exercise that people are more open to doing, like that digging deep and and seeing like what is causing this or how do we differentiate? Maybe that's the better question to ask. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say, I think it depends because I do have some people who are like totally okay with it. And I have some that are like, no, nah, I won't do that. So, <laughs> so it just, it, it, it my common answer, it just depends. Yeah. And I mean, and and the only reason why I pose these questions, because I know you're going to say it depends, is just so people will to start thinking about things like that, because everybody's different. Um, every situation is different. Everything is, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anyone's um, question, I'm sorry, anyone's life mimic anybody else's to a T. And that's the same thing with when it comes to medications and things like that. It's like you can't give me a Tylenol and think it's going to affect me the same way it's going to affect Renata. Or you can't give me hydrocodone and think it's going to affect Renata the same way. So, you know, um, 
it may affect us similarly, but we're all going to take on something different, just like with the holidays, just like with um, grief, just like with anything else, because, you know, there's some people who are literally losing loved ones right before the holiday, during this holiday weekend, and probably going to lose somebody this week. But everybody's going to take that grief differently um, and handle it differently. So my one thing I would say as a non-clinical person is to, to bear with people. If they need to scream, let them scream. If they need to hug, hug them. If they need to just have you not be there for a moment, just be okay with that. But still stay close by, but just don't hover over them and make them feel like they're losing it because a lot of times people are just, they just need a moment. Sometimes people just need a moment and, you know, there's nothing that we can do. Um, Cause I think you said this before too, right now there's nothing that we can do. If somebody is set on hurting themselves, there's nothing we can do to stop them um, because they may stop for that moment. But then, you know, when you leave, they may, unfortunately go through with um what they were what they were thinking about um is that an accurate statement let me just ask that is that an accurate statement <laughs> um i probably haven't said it that way i mean ultimately we don't have as much power in a lot of situations as we'd like to think that we do and so um i think as the person that if you're trying to assist someone that is struggling um being okay with saying, I don't know, being okay with saying, you know, I can't help you with this, but here's some resources that I can kind of assist you with. Being okay with, sometimes you might just need to be the person that's just sits there with them and just being okay with that. So just kind of not feeling like, even as a therapist, I have to know my limits as a therapist that there are just certain individuals that I just, there's only so much that I can do. And it's not that I'm not it's not that I don't have tools or things like that, but I'm not a good fit to help everybody that I come in contact with. I can help as many people as I possibly can, but things up there, you know, I, I just might not work for everyone and that's okay. Um, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, we all have choices and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, there's only, if someone is hell bent on doing something, someone is hell bent on doing something. And, you know, it, it it's unfortunate, but you know, again, knowing your limits. So. Well, and well, I mean, I, I, I said it pretty much how you said it, but you said hell bit. So you went deeper than me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think I definitely feel like, you know, and I'm, we're going to switch and take it to a happier side here in a minute, but I just want people to realize that, um, it's okay to talk about things like this. It's okay to talk about when you're not feeling happy, when you're having a dark moment, because if you don't talk about it, that means you may not, one, may not recognize it, or two, you may not know who you can trust with that information. So that's why um, even if empowered living is not a good fit for you personally, um, you can ask us and we can help direct you to someone who can assist you because um, the mental health community is, is a, a large community and we all don't know each other, but we all know somebody who could link you to someone else if we need to. 
So I definitely want people not to suffer or, or think that something's wrong with them or think that because they feel a certain way that they can't, um, there's no turning back um, because there's always help available. There's always mm -hmm. somebody around you who could be your light, um, you know, or somebody around you who um, comes at the right moment in time and, and helps out. Um, and get you back on the path and you didn't even realize you were on. So I just definitely want to stress to people because this is that time of year, again, where people are feeling certain kind of ways. I want to stress to people that this is a good time to find your accountability partner, to find a mental health professional if you feel like your friends are not people you can talk to, um, or if you feel like you're being judged, or if you feel like, you know, um, your work environment is not a safe space for you to talk. We can help find you someone because there's nothing worse than suffering in silence and and, and having all the access to resources but not using them because we want to help you find somebody if we're not the ones that you want to use. So um, I definitely want to push advocate for people to get help. So. Um, especially the end of the year because we all gonna say in, in january new year new me mm -hmm. um <laughs> and so making sure that we end this year on a positive note and if we're going to be a new person or a new aspect of ourselves next year that we're starting with a healthy mind because you know starting from the top floor working our way down and sometimes the the jump start you need to a new lease on life so um, yeah, so maybe that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work on my mental health more next year so I can start from the top floor and work my way down. Maybe the rest of my body will follow and I'll get in line and I can lose this extra blah 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 pounds that I've been trying to lose <laughs> for the longest, <laughs> whatever that blah 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 number is because it's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to take another commercial break and we're going to come back on a happier note. So, uh, and or on a positive, you know, make sure we're ending, ending the year and ending the show on a positive note. So stick and stay. We'll be right back with more of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Lebanique. All right, so we're back with our happy note. Yay. <laughs> um, let's see. So, Renata, what would be one of the cool things that you want to accomplish in 2023? Ah, one of the cool things that I want to accomplish in 2023. Or you can uh, name three. Name three. Name three cool things you want to accomplish in 2023. Um, sell out of my retreat. Um, the Body and Essence Retreat. We're going to be in Las Vegas, um, April 28th through the 30th. Um, so that would be one cool thing. So that will be my official first retreat. Um, to, yes. Um, I have some financial goals that I have that I would like to accomplish next year. And um, be a better steward more disciplined um using my spiritual gifts and blessings 
more effectively. I'll word it that way. Hmm. I ain't so, no mask about which what your spiritual gifts are, but oh, I guess. Oh. I, <laughs> 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 well, no, you don't have to answer that because sometimes answering that, some people be like, "Oh, it's every day. Let me give you something else to do." Um, <laughs> I need to read. I need to go back and do that uh, that Sunday school class or read that book again about spiritual gifts and see if oh. I still see if I still line up where I used to. I think I do because I don't feel like nothing's changed as far as that because it's still where I feel my happiest, my happy place. But um, but anyway, that's a whole nother day, whole nother subject matter. So, um, so what about you? Three things top three um i definitely would like to get more um well i already said i want to make sure i'm getting more mentally healthy but um and i think with mentally healthy everything else will kind of follow but um i want to definitely grow as a businesswoman um doing things more I don't want to say in order because we do things decently in order, but I just want to start doing more to capitalize on it. Because, I mean, all these rich people out here, these business owners and whatnot, they stay rich, they get rich how? Because they figured out how to work the system. And I want to figure out how to work the system too. Because, you know, you see all these tax breaks and tax write-offs and blah, blah, blahs for these CEOs of these mass companies. And it's like, those little people down here paying taxes out the wazoo and it's like now how did they figure out this secret and i can't so that's definitely a goal is to figure out how to utilize the business more and to grow it more because the more you learn the more you grow the more you grow the more you uh can begin to experience life on a whole new level so that's definitely the goal is to get to that um better business owner um status because been owning a business for what over six years well no seven what years is eight years like <laughs> have mercy or seven i'm about to be eight years and i still feel like there's so much that i need to do differently or that i should do differently or i could be doing better or differently mm -hmm. so i definitely want to get that accomplished and i would definitely want to enjoy life more by experiencing more so traveling more doing more retreats being able to stand in front of larger crowds and talk or um, being able to just to conquer all these these little things i've said i wanted to do and get them done like that's the goal because it's like i have all this stuff all these ideas all these things i want as far as <clears throat> excuse me, goals and accomplishments, but I have kind of like gotten stale and stagnant on this. And now it's like times of the essence because we don't know how much time we got left. So I need to get all this done sooner than later. So um, I need to get all of what God has promised me, whatever that <laughs> is. <laughs> and get, get go get my blessings in my merry, merry voice. Um, okay. <laughs> for you what would you say would be a potential barrier self-sabotage insert word here 
that you will be intentional on working on so that it doesn't prevent you from reaching those goals. You said what? So what could be a potential barrier? What could be a self-sabotage? You insert whatever the thing is. Insert um, that word there. Well, I mean, old me creeping back in, which that self-doubting um, person that I have been in the past where I didn't think I was worthy of it or I'm not worthy of great things or I'm not capable of, of accomplishing great things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so self-sabotage is probably one of the words that I, that um, I'm afraid of because that's definitely the thing that I'm the most afraid of is is being in my own way, you know, thinking that I'm not worthy of or that I cannot accomplish or I will not be good at blah blah blah, and because it's not like I haven't done something right in my life. Like why am I not able to hold on to that? I'm always going back to that little scared girl who did not accomplish anything because she was too scared to try. So that's that's who I'm afraid of going back to, that person who's scared to try and who's scared to even um, put myself out there, which I definitely don't want to get back to her because she's one of them people who just doesn't do it. So, um, mm-hmm. but... You know, maybe you might see me jump out and actually, you know, parachute out of a out of an airplane because I've actually conquered that fear. But stop letting things hold me back. That's that self sabotage and that fear factor. That's that's those are things that I'm hoping will never creep back up. But um, but that's always in the back of my mind is the that you can't do it. You know, not being my own cheerleader. When I know I should be my own cheerleader, even I, I mean, I got other people around me who may cheer me on, but when those doors is closed, having that strength to be my own cheerleader is my my biggest angst. I don't know, but what about you? Um, I would say not allowing procrastination and its cousin self doubt and. Um, their other cousin, uh, I don't want to be a burden to get in the way. <laughs> so, um, I, I know I can be a very ambitious person. I recognize that sometimes, um, I don't ask for help in areas that I should ask for help. And it's not because I, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, so just making sure that I ask for help, when I need to ask for help not to procrastinate, make sure that I've asked people to hold me accountable in some areas. And so making sure that I fulfill my end of the bargain of saying, I asked you to be my accountability partner. So I need to do the, do the work so that when you're reaching out and saying, Hey, did you get this done? I don't have to be like, Oh, um, no. So for example, I am sitting in my living room and I'm looking at a box of something that I asked someone to hold me accountable for. They did. So we just got to do the second part. Um, but I also have to do, there's a second part that they're willing to help me with, but I need to do one more part before I get to that. So my goal is to have that accomplished by the middle of January because there's no reason for me not to. Um, so, you know, just having good time management, holding myself accountable, asking for help and 
not disrespecting those individuals by not accomplishing the thing that I asked them to help me with. Okay. So what, um, coming from, coming like a therapist, cause I have a feeling you're going to ask this question. So what steps are you taking to make sure that, um, you don't get caught up in the procrastination, you stick with your goals? What steps am I taking? Um, so letting more people know. So, because the more people that know, the more that they can ask. Um, making sure that um, I do check-ins with them. Um, I have more than one person who is holding me accountable. So then there's that part. Um, and just, just trying to really stay on top of it. I'm saying this is a goal that I want to accomplish, so I really need to to do it. Because again, there's no reason why I can't do it. I'm just not. Like, I don't have a good reason to be like, oh, it didn't get done because of this. It's not because like somebody didn't got in my way or like there is one thing that I want to accomplish that legit is out of my control. So that's a different situation. But other things are in my control. I just am not doing it, so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I gave you very vague answers. No, it's okay because you don't need, don't need to let the right hand know what the left hand is doing all the time. But you it's know, true. but it can <laughs> um, definitely um, being vague can still spark something in somebody else's mind to maybe get them motivated and keep them going. Um, sure. I mean, you know what it is, but I, I am not ready to share with all the listeners just yet. <laughs> no. Well, you know. <laughs> Once it's accomplished, then I I will feel better about it. So Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just have to be ready to, you know, just be ready. Like I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life too, so it's okay. Adulting is not the easiest thing in the world. I mean, we did write a book about it just because how difficult it can be. So, Because adulting is a trip. If you have not picked up your copy of this workbook, this is a perfect time to do so because beginning of the year, new you, work and workbook, you know, work your work, you know, but uh, go to www.empoweredlivinginc.net under our online store and purchase your own copy of Adulting is a Trip. You can also find it at Jama uh, Bookstore that's off of Martin Luther King behind the Flanner House. And if we have an event, we will sign that book for you. Even if we don't have an event and you want us to sign the book, hit us up. We're probably someplace around the city at an event. We can sign the book for you then, too. I'm just saying. And because uh, <laughs> our goal is what? To sell some more books in 2023. That's yes. the ultimate, ultimate goal. Move <laughs> these books. So it's, it's one of many. I'll say that. It's one of many. Um, because it's a helpful book. Granted, we are very much biased. We are very cognizant of the fact that we're biased. But um, on that note, we didn't want to just write a book that was not helpful. So we we have worked really hard to partner with amazing people in the community that specialize in various topics in the book. Um, so I keep wanting to say last year, but it's not. It is still 2022. <laughs> So some of that looks like um, our last event, we had Juanisa Jackson come in and she talked about faith and healing. Um, 
We've had uh, Jennifer Norton come in and talk about estate planning. We've had, um, we've done a ton of events. We partnered with Salt and um, had them talk about just reproductive help. So we, every month we, with the exception of December, we will do something to hold you accountable for the book um, so that you didn't just buy a book and you know you're someone that you need to be held accountable so yes yes so i mean i know i shameless plugged this real quick um because it was the <laughs> opening but but we got about another minute and a half left of the show so are there any tidbits that you would like to drop knowledge because you are the therapist i am not um <laughs> regarding the end of the year getting ready getting rid of that emotional junk that holds us back so I would say, um, yes, it is a new year. And a lot of people like to jumpstart because it's a new year, but there's never um, there's never a, a good time like the present just to kind of work on helping yourself be a better version of you. So whether that means getting a therapist, whether that means a coach, um, a mentor, someone that has some wisdom that can assist you and hold you accountable um, in various areas of your life, because you're not always going to want them to but you need someone that loves you enough that they can hold you accountable regardless. Um, I, like Athena has shared earlier, we recognize Empire Living is not a great fit for everybody, but we do have a network of therapists that we do connect with um, and have other resources to get in contact with some that we don't know um, just to help you out so we don't leave you hanging. Um, you know, write out your goals and your visions so that you kind of can see what they look like, make them smart goals, make sure that they're measurable and you can obtain them um, so you're not just saying, I want to save money. Okay, how much money do you want to save? And what's the plan to do that? So you don't want to just have a plan. You need a you need you don't want to just have a goal, you need a plan to get to that goal. So that would be my my short version. You don't have to suffer alone, like Athena said. Um, there are people out here that genuinely care and don't mind helping. Yep. Everything you said is what I would say too. So on that note, um, be sure to like, subscribe, um, share our page, um, Empowered Living Inc. on all platforms except for Twitter. That's Empowered L-I-V-I-N. Um, so it's Empowered Living on Twitter. But um, please subscribe to our newsletter. We're going to hit it hard come in January. We still won't send you a whole bunch. Um, but then just be sure to stay involved in anything that we have going on because we would love to meet and see you guys in person. So if you need anything, let us know. Until next time, we will talk to you after the new year. So happy new year, everybody. Um, happy new year. Be safe and yes, just stay safe. So we will holla at y'all soon. So God bless. Happy new year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.